and this was mohi bahauddin dagar playing the rudravina i'm so honored and privileged to listen to the great master without any microphones in his house in panvel mumbai uh, i'm keeping his introduction really short for those who don't know him he's a rudravina player a sangeet natak academy award winner in 2012 and 20th generation of the dagar lineage referring to swami haridas dagor of the 13th century so welcome to audio gan uh, so just to set context uh, Uh, there are almost eleven types of veena, eleven or maybe more also. Uh, this is as per Wikipedia. Uh, so it is said that uh, Rudra veena is king of instruments, and all string instruments are shaped from it. So can you just start by telling us some mythological or historical aspect of Rudra veena? So the mythological uh, aspect is that uh, usually the Indian tradition. Uh, in the tradition, one does not associate one's own name. With the making of anything, so when uh, around the 12th or the 11th century, when somebody made the Rudra Veena, uh, or came to the way because there was Ekatantri Veena before that, they uh, they said it belongs to Lord Shiva. Uh, by far and large, we also believe that it belongs to Lord Shiva. If you see the construction of the Veena, the long stem is the hand of Goddess Parvati. the two rounds are the breast of goddess parvati then the frets are the broken bangles of goddess parvati the seven strands uh, which were earlier in the earlier veena of uh, strings were the seven long strands of hair of lord shiva to one side there is the peacock uh, peacock is the vehicle of goddess saraswati on that there is a bridge which uh, creates the sound resonation and sustenance that is goddess saraswati and to the left uh, is vasuki Uh, so Vasuki is this, uh, is the snake that uh, churned the ocean uh, to remove the nectar. So it holds the uh, seven pegs together, and the, each of the pegs stand for the uh, seven sages. Uh, we believe that we belong to their lineages. Okay, okay, beautiful. I mean, this is like a more uh, 
historical aspect in terms of the construction itself, yeah. but in terms of how it has uh, carried forward, like just a brief about it. So uh, it used to be made out of bamboo earlier. Mm-hmm. So the best bamboo available was in Assam, where knots were at the maximum ends, and uh, uh, the frets uh, the were fixed in wax. Uh, there was a simple peacock that uh, held the bridge and uh, uh, tugged the strings. Mm-hmm. There were seven pegs. Uh, in that, there were two were chikaris, four were main strings. It was usually tuned to E, uh, quite a low pitch. Uh, and quite loosely tuned, so there was a, a different kind of a sound uh, associated with the uh, veena. Not like this, uh, not like the sound you hear now. Uh, the veena was a very uncommon instrument, not taught to everybody. They had they really chose whom they wanted to teach it to, because it's uh, basically a rudra veena is not considered an instrument. It is instrument. It's uh, they call it the compass. Of measure, so yantra. The word for it is yantra, and uh, it it is a measurement tool. As as in the sense when the voice sings, mm. the veena accompanies the voice, and uh, uh, it measures also the voice. So the smaller uh, microtonal details where they stand, the uh, the swar bheds where you know, where they exactly fall, where the sa of uh, Bilawal, where is the sa of Tori, where is the sa of Malkosh. Um, these are augmented and diminished notes, which are not, because you know that Indian music cannot be fixed to a particular thing. So these are different things. Uh, and uh, to clearly understand this, one would play it on the veena, understand the position of the note, and then apply it back in the voice. That's why it's called an instrument of measure. Besides this, uh, the veena has a very pry primal sound i would say it's uh, so it is associated i mean you cannot uh, it it has a tone of its own let's say that so and that tone is um, they relate this tone to a very ancient kind of a sound like uh, like the om or the uh, rin this uh, these kind of sounds mm-hmm. and that's why this instrument was taken by ascetics and sufis for meditation to get into higher state of living uh, also, uh, the word Rudra doesn't mean uh, what we usually say anger or it also means going into a higher state of consciousness. The Veena which takes you into a higher state of consciousness is called the Rudra Veena. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how the Rudra Veena has been. Uh, the particular sound which you listen to on the, in the recording now, uh, this, is a, uh, this is a redesign of what the bean or the Rudravina used to be earlier, mm-hmm. where my father sat with Kanai Lal, uh, Nitai Babu Kanai Lal in 1960s, and he showed him a design because uh, my father was in search of a sound which would accompany the voice, which would be closer to the voice. And they uh, and he showed him this design, and, and Nitai Babu made this veena where instead of bamboo, now we're using Burma teak. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of uh, putting the frets in wax, we are using. Uh, we are tying the frets. So there are basically two kinds of veena, chal veena and achal veena. Chal means movable frets mm-hmm. and achal means immovable. So now we are tying the frets. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, he introduced the vasuki which was not there earlier because he thought it holds all the pegs together. He put a, uh, he put a, one more chikari to it uh, in a uh, two in the middle octave 
usually there is to be one and one in the higher octave. So two in the middle octave, one in the higher octave to have more like a bell like effect. He uh, introduced thicker strings so the gauge went from uh, 0.35 to 0.45, uh, that was 5 number to 7 number. Uh, Joel became 0 0.70, uh, 90 pancham and 1.20 karat so you have really bass tones. So now the range of the veena is much higher, in the higher notes it's much sharper, in the lower notes it's much deeper. It was also an idea which he got, uh, I think, this is what I think, I mean, because he spent quite a lot of time in America. He was, he was very much into wild animals, looking at them. And he spent most of his time uh, in, in, in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, he would go every year when the whales would migrate. Hmm. Uh, and somehow this sound was there in his childhood, in, in his mind. And that's what... The, the, uh, it drove, that's what drove him to get into this courage kind of sound. Mm -hmm. At uh, times there were people commented on the sound, they said, it sounds like the underwater dragon. And uh, this is what he said, yeah, it sounds like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, necessity is the mother of all inventions. So, he had a certain kind of uh, ideology of how the veena should sound with the voice and how the dhrupad should be transposed onto the veena. Mm -hmm. So, keeping these two things in mind, uh, they came with this particular design, mm -hmm. which is also now popularly known as a dagger bean, but he never called it that. And the basic construction of other veena is also same as in like… Uh, no, uh, basically a veena is a, any, uh, is, is a string veena. So they call the voice the Gayatri veena. Mm -hmm. So you have uh, uh, strings where you glide with a stone, it's called Gharchani veena. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Shatatantriya Veena, which is the 100 string instrument, which is the Santur or the harp. So, a string instrument is called Veena, Varni is the voice and a blowing instrument called uh, flute, mm -hmm. Venu. So, there are, there are families. So, Gaja Veena is also like a bowing instrument. So, like the Sarangi or the Bela, which is known as the violin, okay. is the Gaja Veena. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that, uh, uh, especially Rudra Veena, uh, that it was used to... Uh, Gauge, not gauge, but understand at what level the person is going to sing, right? So, uh, the, like, how different is it from uh, a tanpura then? Tanpura is something which gives a, which is like a carpet of notes. It gives all the notes, you know. Okay. It will suggest. But here, you can play and measure them and see where do they stand. So, can we loosely say that it's a more nuanced tanpura? Loosely, obviously. Uh, no, I would say tanpura is much more advanced. In a way. Okay. Because it gives you a, the moment you tune it to a particular rag, it gives you the overtones of the rags. Mm -hmm. And the moment the tanpura is on, on you get uh, more ideas on how to uh, improvise your rag. On the veena, you will have to improvise. It will not give you an idea of what to imp improvise. Uh, you have to arrive at those notes. The tanpura has already arrived at those notes. Because the, uh, you know, you have to, you are pulling the uh, string and you are arriving at those notes and you are leaving those notes. Mm -hmm. Coming to the construction again, I was going through your website uh, which mentions uh, like there's a particular stage and a mic setup required. Yeah. So, can you tell us like what are, like why is this so demanding because of the lower, like the the spectrum of notes it can yeah. play or uh, what, what goes behind See, that? See, basically… Um, when you talk about technology, technology assumes that below 2000 and about 20,000 hertz, 
you can't hear anything so they clip it off mm-hmm. uh when we play in india the stages are not equipped uh with powerful preamplifiers so we have this feedback problem uh my father had this problem a lot i had this problem a lot so it took me about 15 years uh, with a student of mine madhu apsara who is a sound engineer uh who also teaches at a film institute in pune and we tried out various mics and then we came to this particular mic the uh, shoeps mk4 and the akg c411 uh because uh, the bass string is soft so to accentuate the bass string you put a certain amount of akg411 if you put anything more than that it sounds like the bass guitar hmm then uh, uh the another thing the another problem with the veena is the, the the tone is not at a single point like in the in the sitar there is a tabli is a flat board so the sound travels go through the tumba and come out comes out through the flat board so you can position the microphone at one singular place in the veena when you pluck a sound it travels up and down hmm so minimum or maximum two mics if you have three mics then it also starts to get confusing which micro uh, microphone to put uh, which uh, i mean which volume to put it on mm-hmm. so uh, then we bought this uh, processor i mean someone donated to us this processor the sound device 6 uh, 664 and we pass it through that because it is a very powerful preamp and we give line out so 70% the sound has changed uh, and in today's world i think it's very important because everything you get on the youtube or or any other platform is has a certain quality of sound if you and people i think are used to listen to a certain quality of sound yeah. now if you don't uh, go towards that uh, it's uh, i don't think they would be interested because for many people who don't listen to the new i mean who i mean who don't understand the music sound is everything mm-hmm. even otherwise sound is everything even if you're talking to somebody if it doesn't sound good you don't you don't care about what he's saying <laughs> you know so i think sound sound is a very big factor that decides so we had to pay attention to these things mm. uh, my father couldn't do that because economically he was not that uh, sound to get to get such a, or there was no help in that matter I, i'm really lucky to get into all this and this has changed 70% of the sound in the concerts and the way people perceive what the veena has to say mm. uh, i can much easier be put forth what i want to say in the concert very clearly but then uh, before to microphones uh, yeah. were there like i'm sure there must be having some baithaks or concerts happening yeah. right yeah. so in that case uh, how was it uh, connecting with the audience see there were two things it was very quiet i mean the question is mainly directed towards like because of microphone has uh, this veena evolved in a certain way to capture more nuances no the veena have was already capturing a whole lot of nuances you yeah. see you no, don't to give to the audience to yeah. sure i mean uh, my idea is you don't give into the technology a lot of people will change the kind of jawari to adapt the microphone mm-hmm. uh what i said is let us not do that let us go the other way back you know uh for for a simple thing uh, uh let the microphone catch what the veena can give <laughs> i mean otherwise you 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 making the spectrum shorter mm-hmm. uh yes because uh because it's an audience people listen properly they listen uh they can listen to it properly they can appreciate it more mm. in the olden times what happened uh, as you were asking uh the spaces were quieter 
uh, and the sound bomb, if you see the architecture of North India, mm-hmm. it's like the long kalap means, which carries the sound straight. They have these small windows in between and those spaces carry the uh, sound. Also, the veena is very uh, soft, but it travels long distance. I mean, if it's a quiet place and there are some trees, about 100 foot, you can very faintly but very clearly hear the veena. So, the, the presence of the instrument is very strong. Mm. So, uh, that, that was a challenge because the presence being strong, the sustenance being more and the volume being very low. Mm-hmm. So, we had to juggle a whole lot of S microphones and figure of eight microphones and this microphones, and hypercardioid and cardioid and, and then finally arrived to this. Mm-hmm. It was it is interesting. I mean, still we won't say 100%. Still, I would say a cow stick is a cow stick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's very difficult to play acoustic nowadays because the spaces are the around the spaces is quite noisy. Yeah. If it's quite, uh, just five days ago I had a concert at the Hazrat Dinat Khan Darga. Delhi. I, yeah, in Delhi I go to play like uh, every quarterly. I do Hazri over there, mm-hmm. and for some reason the sound guy came late. Mm. So I, I began the concert, and there were seventy people, and somehow it's much better. I feel because. Uh, people are more silent. You know, you're not exploding the sound into them, but they are coming forward to listening to you. Wow. So, uh, that thing taught me a couple of those concerts in the few uh, earlier, which taught us, I mean, Madhuan, we thought about this aspect is two things of placing the microphone is, is to place it one feet behind. So, uh, usually microphones in the recordings are right up to the mouth. So, when you're hearing, it's like impact. Mm. But when you f- place it in the sound, slightly at the back, you get an ambience of the instrument, you get ambience of the room. So you're, you're hearing at a much, much more relaxed uh, distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first thing that happened to us. That We realized that we could do this now uh, in a much uh, s- subtler manner and second, keep the volume low. Mm-hmm. So people come forward to listen to you. You don't go to them, let them come to the music. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know where, like I have two questions around these two topics which you said, but uh, yeah, I'll yeah, we, we, probably I'll carry forward the same thing. Uh, like what I've observed is, uh, as you mentioned, it just travels along, right? Hmm. So this is my personal uh, curiosity and understanding as well, that in particularly with string instruments, uh, when you pluck them, hmm. uh, even w- when you have stopped, it travels uh, much more time. Hmm. In fact, I can still, like what you played is just like, I don't know, it's not humming, but there's some sort of a thing happening, uh, which like not much instrument, like a tabla or a percussion instrument may not. uh, So is there any any side to that? Uh, Any? I think, uh, I mean, there is no logical explanation to that. But uh, my father should say, Ziya Madhin Nagar Sahib, and even my uncle, Stanziya Parati, you have to hit the person with the tunefulness. If the tunefulness touches him, the sound keeps on reverberating in his mind. He will take it back with him. So, uh, I mean, that, that's one of the reasons we, uh, we are sticking, most, sticking mostly to the alap, you know. I mean, we had a very bad time when people said alap is very boring. Uh, people played only in all, all India radio when people die. 
But <laughs> now it's all it's all coming back. They're taking up recordings of my father and just listening to the Allah portion. So I think Surya ki mar bahut is a huge thing. If you can touch somebody, you know, uh, because uh, like we said, Gayatri Veena. So the nerves of the body are also uh, considered like strings, and if uh, you can somehow tune your body with with the sound that surrounds you then it's it sustains for a longer time mm. uh besides that uh, there is lot of resonance like i would say uh, uh, the word would be anuranan in hindi for uh, instrument and also of course there are those notes like anhat nad unstruck sound or those sounds which we can't hear but we have a uh, which are very low frequency and have a presence like if i play this now it's mm. hardly there but even after it now i can't hear it but you know that somehow stays because the string is still vibrating when i stop it it disappears so human ear actually is is, is a very fantastic thing i mean we have always underestimated what our ears can do mm-hmm. uh in the beginning i understand when you know this explosion of indian music happened and we got the microphones and people went out with it but i think now uh, much more advanced technologies come i think it's let the people come in into the sound and then the other side to it is uh, again this i found one of your articles uh, like asad ali khan uh, one said kalakar ise nahi bajata ye kalakar se bajwata hai so yeah. can you share that aspect now so i know uh, it might get into the spiritual realm but yeah we can no it's, it's not it's not spiritual i think the size of the instrument dictates what you are going to do with it Hmm. You know, uh, it's like you have a dog. You can pull the dog wherever you want to. You know, but if you're sitting on an elephant, you cannot make him do everything you want to do. Hmm. You have to allow him to do those things. Okay, so that was the context in exactly. I mean, Vina. Uh, we also believe that very much. Even my father said, "Vina, ko bajana nahi hai." Bole, wo apne aap mein bachti hai. You just have to. बी इन कॉन्टैक्ट विद इट विल टेल यू वॉट टू डू बोले तुम अपना उसके ऊपर बजाओगे तो बहुत ही गंदा लगाएगा अलाउ दैट इंस्ट्रूमेंट टू कम थ्रू टू यू एंड इट अलाउ यू टू एक्सप्लोर द इंस्ट्रूमेंट बिकॉज नो मैटर हाउ मच यू फिक्स और हाउ मच यू थिंक आई एम गोट प्ले दिस वेन यू ऑन द स्टेज यू विल फाइनली डू वॉट द इंस्ट्रूमेंट अलाउ यू टू डू देर आर टाइम्स वेर यू कैन यू कैन बी एज मच एन ऑब्जर्वर एज एज Mm-hmm. and but as much a listener as them and there are times where you can sometimes put in one of two things mm-hmm. so i think you have to listen to the instrument and that's what he meant by saying veena aapko bajati hai aap veena ko nahi bajate hai so you have to uh, surrender to the uh, to 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 the medium then uh, then then there is much more scope and mm-hmm. possibility of what's going to happen yeah. if you don't listen to that uh, Uh, because actually you are not surrendering also yeah i mean there, there is no there is no relationship there hmm. and you just you just forcing down food some down somebody's throat all the time hmm. it's going to be ugly and uh, now coming back to the construction part of it uh, so can you tell us some challenges of making or, or playing a veena i mean from my understanding it takes about 6 to 7 months to make a veena hmm. uh, also it has challenges since it's typically made as per the height and Hmm. like the structure of the person also so and also 
like any other instrument but it may be taking some more time to tune it or maybe mic check also so what are if you can highlight some See, nuances challenges basically now is getting good for you know you require at least more than 100 year old burma teak which is dry to a certain extent seasoned and then it will stay for another 150 years definitely that is one thing second challenge is getting uh, because the tonal quality that ivory and deer gives you is unsurpassed it goes i mean if something gives 100% this gives 150% at times it will go into uh, places where you can't imagine what a sound mm. the second problem with that is uh, you cannot kill an animal to get the ivory or the deer it has to be procured naturally either they have fought and swollen down or it has died a natural death and uh, you are able to get those ivory so that is for the no, this is the like ideological aspect or no this is ideological veena ke upar kya laga you can't use bones that are internal organs you can't use on the veena not allowed uh, so these two are the basic things uh, then making like 8 months you were saying is is a continuous process usually uh, it would take 2 years normally because you i have seen veena makers they will keep uh, just the empty dandi you know just the fretboard without anything just a piece of log and keep on looking at it for hours and then think about what to do with it because if you make a wrong cut it's done it's the end of the story the the wood has to be <clears throat> strung knocked see if it's resonating or uh, even so much so that uh, the instrument makers have told us that th- that the tree calls us when we go in looking for this this particular tree tells us make us weed out of it then we cut that tree we don't take any tree we just look 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 and we watch and then this particular tree speaks to us make a weed out of me so i don't know that part of story but I, they all believe in it so there must be something in it it can't just be you know uh the cleanliness is one aspect they uh, instrument makers uh also i mean have, have i mean i have had elaborate conversations with taraknath ji or mangla prasad ji or even now naim sitar maker and they said you know we make all kinds of instruments make sarangi sitar sarod blah blah blee blee everything but when it comes to make the veena he says he says well, I, i go mad first thing it it demands attention once i start making the veena i can't think about anything else i can't think about my family i mean i stop thinking about my family i stop thinking about food about day about night until the veena is complete because well, it's a very strange instrument so much so one of them said that <clears throat> if i make a veena for x and if y comes and x doesn't want it i give it to y Y pays me the money. The veena goes to him. Six months later, the veena comes back and it goes back to X. So the veena is always deciding where to go. So I mean, these things are all unexplainable, but these guys have experienced most of this. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a very uh, it's it's a very strange instrument in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what do we call it? I mean, I don't I don't want to put a word on it, but it's it's. also um, the difficulty is not just the making the difficulty is also playing you have to look at a person 
and see whether he will be able to carry on this mantle because it's like carrying an elephant on your back and he has to be mentally physically he has to be very stable he has to be very humble if he loses his balance for a second the veena takes him and tosses him out mm -hmm. totally and i have seen quite a few veena players who have gone totally mad just one one guy didn't have the habit of cleanliness and that just it just finished his work totally the other fellow thought i'm i'm a very good veena player and that finished his work and it happened in front of my eyes mm -hmm. i mean it demands a lot of respect it demands because like if you say it is the embodiment of parvati so it is as good as having a statue at home one of the, one of the things i wanted at home was a goddess saraswati statue and my father said no we can't have i said why this is because it's already embody of embodiment of parvati at home you can't have a second god so you can't have a statue you can have a photograph if you want mm -hmm. so uh, people usually general, uh, you know associate this to myths yeah. or they don't or some mistake but yeah i know yeah. that when you but, get deeper into uh, it but when you go through the years and you look at it uh, you cannot prove it but this is only how it works boss i mean i can't i can't refute it in any way i mean i'm getting goose pimples talking about this because i know i have seen this thing but i can't i can't prove it to anybody mm. it's not that i'm i'm a you know i'm a great believer in this and that no, no, i know that. what you're exactly but talking about yeah by, by time and by large you see this this is what it requires yeah after 10 15 years i polish the veena it requires to drink that polish not it's sounding like a different soul altogether mm -hmm. the sounding dry my father used to say the more love you give it the more music will get back in return mm. Very careful with them, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's and absolutely no logic about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I completely like because I am slightly reading some sort of, um, yeah, just forget it. Like, but uh, yeah, I know what you are talking about, uh, sir. Um, obviously, there were lot more, lot many points which you discuss, which will probably cover in the second part. But the first part, I would like to conclude with one last question. Again, uh, overall. the physical presence of rudravina uh, again it has been if we assume that it came it has been since satyug hmm. so what's the future in kaliyug <laughs> i think future is very bright if you see at my father's time there was ustad asadali khan saab there was my father ustad siamuddin dagar there was samshuddin faridi desai there was hindaraj divekar and uh, there was one more in in dharwad uh the student uh, the teacher of jyoti hegde ji so uh, there were five people we mm. are players out of this two people were doing concerts uh, predominantly they were asked to come everywhere asadali khan saab and my father mm -hmm. now there are at least 20 veena players people are picking up the instrument mm. i mean lot of them are picking up because they are doing some other instrument and there are too many of the instrument players so they are doing the veena but uh, it's also going abroad correct and it's uh, it's again earlier there was only one maker kanai lal so now there are at least three makers and now one boy is come young boy 23 years old he's also making it mm -hmm. now there are at least i can see at least four to five makers of the rudra veena mm -hmm. so i think uh, it's it's growing it's quite uh, it's growing quite a bit Mm. there are quite a few takers and people want to listen to it and they want to learn it i have i have three or four students who want to learn the veena mm. so um, 
there is subir mishra ji in bombay who i think was probably 8 or 10 students okay all young mm-hmm. there are students with at the at the gundishas gurukul in drupasthan in bhopal there are students in in kolkata uh with uh, uh, ashit kumar bandar ji um there are students with uh, zaid faridi desai the son of shamsuddin faridi desai so it's it's growing mm-hmm. uh, what will come out of this uh because finally the content matters is 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 a different thing but at the present moment the awareness of the media is mm-hmm. um at least uh, from at least people are talking about it correct. you know and somebody will come through and take it yeah. forward from a corporate angle you are incre- at least increasing the top of the funnel yes exactly be- <laughs> yeah the bottom of the funnel matters but yeah. that we have to see when the work yeah. is done yeah. all right i think the, this is a good note to end uh, i would just say that uh, to listeners uh, this understanding this instrument or it's it's like a life in itself so nothing like can be encapsulated in 45 minutes or 30 minutes but it's just no. an effort so i mean i think understanding not only the instrument even indian classical music requires some patience because i always say it is for the classes it's not meant for the masses you have to be interested it is like looking inside the bonnet of an engine mm-hmm. of a car driving a car is a different thing but if you are interested in little bit this and that then you will start to like in the classic and it requires patience i mean i never liked it when i was very young <laughs> it takes time it grows yeah okay thank you sir thank you for uh, giving Welcome. time and uh, we'll continue our conversation in the next episode thank you and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use do rate us on itunes and follow us on twitter facebook and instagram stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com till then bye hello it's been a great week on the ivm podcast network On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcast.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/slash/IVMPodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program. and hdfc mutual fund thanks guys without you this would not be possible do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about web3 blockchain nfts daos what are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet so many questions but don't worry we've got answers to all your questions 
Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.